The Economist. In Paris, this is The Economist. I'm Miranda Johnson, the paper's environment correspondent, and a little while ago I spoke with Etherin Cousin, executive director of the World Food Programme, the world's largest humanitarian organisation. I asked her about her hopes for COP21 and a new climate finance instrument the World Food Programme has developed. Executive Director, I wondered if you could possibly explain what your own personal hopes for this conference are. My hope is not for me. It is for the vulnerable people who live in marginal places who are most susceptible to climate-affected disasters. What we hope for is a conference that provides the support, both the financial commitments as well as the emissions reductions that are necessary to support activities, coupled with, of course, the effects of reduced emissions. Are there particular negotiations that the World Food Programme is paying particular attention to? We're paying attention to it all. We are delighted by the opportunities to talk with the negotiators both before the conference, during the conference, and after when we begin the real work of supporting the activities that are necessary. This is a a surprising outcome from two years of hard work by a lot of people. Nobody would have thought after Peru, after Copenhagen, that we'd have 180 leaders here starting off this conference, committing to a different way forward. And with the kind of robust dialogue that you heard from leaders from Obama to the Chinese premier to the president of Russia. That's what you need, is a recognition by the entire global community that what happens over there is important to what happens at home. And then we will begin to see the changes that are necessary, the investments that are required to address the challenges of vulnerable people. One of the new initiatives, as I understand it, that the World Food Programme is launching here at COP21 is uh, Food Secure, which is essentially a climate finance instrument that specifically links climate and hazard forecasting with multi-year financing. I wondered whether you could explain Food Secure and why this kind of mechanism is, is so important. This mechanism is important because it gives us the ability to use data, knowledge, information in a productive manner for the benefit of vulnerable people. We know that if we can support anticipatory responses, that is far less costly, both in financial terms as well as in human lives, than responding after an event occurs. And so investing in the work that is necessary when we have the information to support the, th- that work uh, will change the outcomes for people. So we, WFP, is excited because Food Secure, through a contribution from Norway to this vehicle, has provided resources in Zimbabwe. We are hopeful that that will, in turn, result in a very different impact of El Nino on smallholders and vulnerable people in Zimbabwe. And you say it's much less costly using forecast-based financing because you act ahead of a disaster, not, not after it. How much less costly, and, and how did you work that out? 
Well, because this is the first time that we have performed this work, we use data from previous responses of Sudan and Niger to determine what it cost us to support the disaster afterwards and how much we save when we can invest pre an event, as well as when we can support resilience. And we estimate that it costs about five to six times less when we can support the anticipated needs as opposed to waiting until the disaster actually occurs. That's really quite a staggering figure. I mean, why hasn't this kind of mechanism therefore been tried before? Is it that actually our our models are getting better and, you know, our forecasting is getting better or Technology is a great thing. And the significant improvements in technology have provided additional data, more certainty around data. A forecast is just that, is a forecast, so you're never 100% sure. But because of increases in technology, we can, with more assuredness, go to donors with these new, new forecast-driven tools that implement a no-regret strategy that is uh, value-add for donors. And you mentioned that uh, hopefully this new tool will be used in Zimbabwe given the very strong El Nino conditions we're currently seeing in the Pacific. Are there other places that you think it might come in useful in, in, in the coming months? Well, it is being used in Zimbabwe today, and there are other places that we hope with financing that we'll have the ability to use the tool because the tool has already identified for us the challenges in that El Nino will impact in Ethiopia, Central America, Guatemala, El Salvador, Bangladesh, the Philippines. So we have the data. We have the tool. What we are now working to do is to appeal to donors to support the financial investment. Is it a problem if you get a particular forecast, it comes through, things look bad, expected very, very heavy rain, for example, and funding is released, donors step up, would donors lose confidence in the food secure mechanism? Of course. Donors would lose confidence if we're wrong, which is why we work with the scientific community, the meteorological community, the other agencies like ICRC, to ensure that it's not just WFP data, it is data that the entire global community supports, and many of the donors have their own forecasting data as well. And so it's comparative and analysis and a recognition that the, the, the data that we provide through the Food Secure mechanism is data that is supported by fact. And how do you think that uh, possible lessons learned in, in the coming months from a strong Nino event could influence the way the World Food Programme responds to the challenges of climate change that we may see in the coming years? One truth that those walking these halls at this, this summit will agree is that climate change will result in more frequent storms, more frequent and more intense droughts, more frequent floods. So we know that there is significant impact on the horizon and that horizon is closer every year. What El Nino provides us with is an opportunity to build the case for the early investment that will support the adequate response that will provide the needed resources to assist those vulnerable populations who are susceptible to those upcoming changes. 
Fantastic. Thank you very much, Executive Director. In Paris, this is The Economist. The Economist.